Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. It's time for the B A Q A A the B A Q A which is said the B A Q A not Monday but the B A Q A with Tiffany the B A Q A with Berna A we're both feeling our way around we're like how are we gonna do this this is gonna be okay we have a guest in the Berna or not she's got this new amazing book called Money out loud Mm, mm, if you didn't mm, listen mm, to the prior episode which you ought to because it's amazing um berna is a new author but she's not new to the game she's true to the game um Mm. her book is amazing and awesome it came out about a month and a half ago um it's available everywhere but i said berna come to the stew with us today and answer some one help me to answer a financial question and then two berna low-key high-key is one of my mentees and so she's going to ask me a business question which i don't know what she's going to ask and so we'll answer that in the second half so yeah. let's get started well first of all berna i'm acting like i didn't introduce you to the people but that was the last the, you know the last um let me introduce berna she's not just some you know She's not just some girl off the street, okay? Berna <laughs> in a way, is, in a way, I am. <laughs> she's an award-winning producer, speaker, podcast host, and rich auntie in training and financial hype woman, which is her made-up way of saying she creates financial education media all over the internet. Born and raised in the Bay, and a hey. proud, and a proud. Um, um, I can't. I don't know why, because I'm like Filipina. I don't know why. Okay. I'm like I know, but you know what? Because the F is throwing me off. Anyway. Uh, Filipina American. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> right? Daughter of immigrants. She taught herself how to pay off over $50,000 of debt and then did what any millennial would do, yelled about it on the internet. Mm-hmm. Berna's work has been featured on platforms like Forbes, New York Times, and BuzzFeed. She received a Plutus Award for Most Entertaining Financial Content Creator. The Plutus Awards are like the Emmys and the Oscars of the financial education space. Big deal. And mm-hmm. she did it not one year, but two years in a row and was named ABS... She was named the Global Pinoy Idol. Mm-hmm. What, what year was that? Was that recently? This was, I want to say 2020. Mm. Global Pinoy Idol. But you can find Berna online at HeyBerna on all the platforms and HeyBerna.com or curled up with her nieces watching The Office. Yes. Le Officina. Okay. Yeah. So Berna's in the stew and we're going to take a question and Berna's going to help me answer it and then Berna's going to ask her own business question. Few questions for you. I need a little change at 53. Am I too old to buy a home? Too old to change careers? 
The new career would be an LPN, which is a type of nurse, I believe. Girl, don't get me to lying. She okay. also says that it's being said that the U.S. dollar is losing value. What does that even mean to us? Should I even try to buy a home anymore? Should people leave the U.S.? Sounds like prices are skyrocketing even more. This is not lacking. I'm like, oh, girl, I'm mm. getting nervous just reading this. Me too. My blood pressure is going up as you talk. Like, breathe, breathe, ML, breathe. Yes. I just thought of something else. Oh my gosh, ML. Mm. <laughs> she said, mm. I'm exploring housing options and condos then mobile homes started to show up i've oh. seen some beautiful ones do you know oh. if they earn equity is that a waste of money do i even oh. consider it oh. ml has like there's like 10 questions here it's ml is spiraling ml is spiraling it's up spiraling. down and around yes. it's a spiral so, <laughs> so let's help her let's help her so Berna, what would you say just like initial reaction to ml's 51 questions 51,000 questions. Exactly. I'm like, we asked 21 questions. Is that a uh, 50 cent? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, and this is also what I would have said to 50 cent at the beginning of that song. Breathe. Hold up. Let's like a collective breath in and out. Because I feel like when someone has this many questions, what they really have is one question. And like this question all these little questions stem from the top question. In my mind, the top question is like, I feel insecure financially, what do I do? And I'm that annoying person that's always like, when you have a question, I have seven back to try to like get all the way to the bottom of it. But to me, it sounds like ML is at a place where she's like, I, I'm panicking. I want to make options to change my financial situation. And the thing that my brain latched onto first is, am I too old too? Because it sounds like I need a life change at 53. That's the question. I need a life change at 53. Now, where do I go? Because now ML is like, do I change my career? Do I buy a mobile home? Do I leave the country? Like, do I start learning about the economy? Like, I think the life change question needs to be dealt with first. And so my brain is chewing on, what's the first step if it's I, if it's just there, I just need a life change at 53. It sounds like the rest of these questions have to do with not so much that ML is like, oh no, I need to, like I absolutely need to earn more money or like I'm, I'm covered in debt, what do I do? It's like, they're looking at a lot of options to just like bring a financial change. And so that's where my, my brain is at first. I'm like, let's start there. Where do we go? I love that. And go? you're right. I think that ML, to Berna's point, and I get it, we've all been here when like one thing leads to another thing leads to another thing and it just feels so overwhelming. You know, what I read in here is uncertainty based in fear. Mm-hmm. And certainly that's not a judgment because it does feel like scary times. Yes. You know, we just yes. came on the tail end of a pandemic, a mini recession, yep. a potential looming recession. It's been very up and down, but I'll say this and now to anyone listening who might be feeling like, ah, everything's going to hell and back, <laughs> that the economy is cyclical. Yes. Meaning every 10 to 12 years or so, we hit a recession without mm -hmm. fail. Mm -hmm. And about every, I don't even know, longer than that, there's a, a depression, which is two consecutive years of recession. Yep. And meaning that it is normal for economies to be up and money is flowing, for, to be down and money is tight, and something in between. So there are things that are beyond your, you have not done anything just by nature of living, you are going to live through ups, downs, and in-betweens. That's just how it goes. Yes. And so you know that, you know that where we said, like where we are right now, they're always saying the dollar is down, the dollar is up. And 
and we will see it again in another 20 years and another 20 years after that, another 20 years, you know? Um, and so I wouldn't be so um, afraid of the super specifics of now other than mm. to acknowledge, oh, this is part of the normal cycle of the economy. And if you want to ease yourself, you can literally say to yourself, let me actually, maybe I'll Google a, a YouTube video about the cycles of an economy so mm-hmm. I can understand, oh, it's almost like your kid is crying, you know, like uh, like you're, you have a newborn and they're crying, you know, at like 2 a.m. And you can focus that in the moment they're crying at 2 a.m. or just know like, honestly, my kid cries every morning at 2 a.m. because they're a newborn. This is part of the life cycle of like what it looks like to raise a kid. It's not that something is wrong. Certainly is it nerve wracking because, you know, who loves crying at 2 Mm a.m.? But understanding it's a natural part of growth of babies. That, you know, they say to be up at 2. Yeah. So so let's start there is to like acknowledge that what you're feeling is normal, but to acknowledge that it is part of a larger cycle that we have been through before and we will be through again. Yes, 100%. I mean, it's it's hard not to panic because every time you turn on the TV, you go on social media, there is new reason to think that we are legitimately in the apocalypse. Like, the world is... And, and I feel this that same tension in this message from ML all around me of just like, it feels like every day things are getting worse or things are, are so bad. And even just hearing this from you, Tiff, I'm like pulling my head out of the 2 a.m. crying baby and being like, We've said these things before, especially in terms of the economy. Of course, things are happening in the economy that are different from the last recession, but recessions are, it's literally part of the life cycle of our economy. So I'm like, oh yeah, I think I got caught up a little bit in ML's panic. And I'm like, she's right. What do we do? (laughs) I'm leaving. I gotta go. I was not, I'm, I'm one of many people who just in the last few months contemplated like, do I need to go? Do I need to get the heck up out of here? But to take that breath, like you said, like we were talking about, and go like, this is normal, this is cyclical. Because when you make decisions from that place of panic, that's when people mess up their investments. That's when people like rip money out of their 401k. That's when people ignore things, kind of building block things like having an emergency savings. What does your retirement fund look like? What's your high interest debt look like? Like, let's take care of our basics. People ignore that and go like, I'm moving to Portugal. <laughs> I know every, literally all the financial people, girlies are moving to Portugal. Bye. You know? uh, what? Are we starting a commune? Like, I didn't get the invitation for financial But you commune. said something that is, that I think is going to be so helpful for mm-hmm. ML, which is when things get rough, Yes. You should get down to the basics. Yes, exactly. Right? Am I budgeting? Do mm-hmm. I have savings? Yes. Am I maintaining good credit? Mm-hmm. Am I managing my debt in a responsible way? Am yes. I do I have an income that I'm earning and I'm pretty confident that I can continue to earn that? Like these those are the core fundamentals. So when things get really rough, I ask myself, let me review my fundamentals. Mm, my budget could be a little tighter. Mm, okay, my savings. You know what? Let me see if I can if I could save a little bit more. My credit yes. score is looking good. I like mm-hmm. now currently I don't have any credit card debt. That's good. You see, and so like getting down to the fundamentals, and then too, like once you can allay some of those fears, especially if you have your foundation strong. I mm-hmm. want instead of you making decisions from a place of running away from. Yes. You know, I want you for to ML and anyone listening to ask my ask yourself what can you run towards? Yes. You know, exactly. like something joyful. Like mm-hmm. ML, do you want to be an LPN? If that sounds awesome to you, run toward that. Yes. You know, do you want to exactly. be a homeowner because it's something that you're excited about? Then run toward that versus I want to do that because no, no, no. 
what do you want to do, not mm-hmm. what do you feel like you're forced to do, you yes. know? And 100%. so that's the, that's the space we want you to make financial choices from like, like I, I did this earlier, like, um, with, um, in our previous, um, episode with Berna, where I asked kind of like, where do you see yourself in two to five, 10 years? Yes. You know, I want you to, I call it dreamscaping. Mm. Sit down on the couch, look out the window, play your favorite music, and ask yourself, oh, man, if I could just come up with my ideal life, it would look like this and this and yes. this. And then you could start to ask yourself, what do I need to do financially to support that life? Because that's yes. from a place of joy and excitement, you know, and adventure versus like, you know, a place of fear and shame and uncertainty. And so that's yes. what, so drop down to the fundamentals, budgeting, savings, debt, credit, earning, Look yep. at all your fundamentals. Are they strong? If they're not, Money Out Loud is a great book to help you oh. to start to get you. You see what I did there? Mm-hmm. I did. I was like, oh, <laughs> get good with book. money too. Also get good with money. <laughs> Can we plug? <laughs> right? So you get that book to, to start to bring that, you know, to get yourself to this financial, financially fundamentally sound place yes. and then start making, you know, start dreamscaping and then aligning your financial choices with those dreams. Exactly, exactly. I, we were saying this before and we were sort of reviewing the question of that it's like it's it's never too late to make these kinds of life changes. But I love what you're getting at. And I think it gets at that. What is the umbrella question, which is ML's first question? I need a life change at 53. Why? What is the life change? Right? Like, I feel like that's the kind of questions I would ask myself if I were ML and I was sitting on my couch dreamscaping. Do I need a life change because I need excitement? Because I feel insecure financially? Like, what is what is the problem that we're trying to solve? Uh, because buying a condo and running away might not solve it. When originally the question, was, like the solve, is just I just need to shake things up. Or like like you said, I would be interested in a nursing career, but it's hard to make those distinctions when we're in a place of panic and scarcity. So I'm like, I want to curl up on the couch next to ML too and be like, what it what's what feels expansive? And I think what I like what you were getting at earlier too is like, yes, you're 53. Let's not make. Uh, decisions from a place of like, oh God, time is running out. You're 53. You've got decades ahead of you. If we look at these joyfully, like, mm, you're like make it feel del- I'm just like, I've got all this time. What do I want to do with this time? Like that sort of like juicy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's why I love called dreamscaping, where literally it's like landscaping. Yeah. So you're like designing yeah. what your external life looks like, but with dreams. Yeah. That's why I call it dream. Yes. Where I'm literally like, ooh, I could see myself on the beach. Ooh, that, yeah. what about like this? Ooh, like literally, like I get excited and I'm like, you know? Yes. And so like that is a it's an awesome place to make decisions from. So Emma, hopefully that was helpful. Yeah. I forgot to say, BAQA listeners, mm. if you have a question, ask it. Okay. Mm. You can go ask to brandambitionpodcast.com, email us at brandambitionpodcast at gmail.com. Um, we are Brown Ambition Podcast on IG. You can send us a message there. You could tweet us at the BA Podcast. And yeah, but remember, we are not your financial advisor. When I'm mm-hmm. not your mama, I'm mm-hmm. not your doctor, your attorney. Sue somebody else. Take what we say with the smallest of smallest of grains of salt. Okay. We're going to take a break and then we're going to come back with a business question. Because as you know, Berna is one of my mentees. And so I don't know what question she has for me, but I'm going to try to lead her down the path as best as possible. Yes, See you back in a moment. Hey, BA fam. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. 
they understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, BA fam, our fellow entrepreneurs and creatives, this message is sponsored by Squarespace. It is the ultimate toolkit for crafting your online presence. With Squarespace, it's really about more than just building a website. It's about shaping your online identity and making your mark. So say goodbye to checkout headaches with Squarespace's flexible payment options. From credit cards to Apple Pay, they've got you covered. And if you live in an eligible country, they offer buy now, pay later options with Afterpay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com slash brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash brown ambition to get your discount today. Remember your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know, we work hard and we play hard. But when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment automated investment and savings app can help it do keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you know what, I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Do you ever have subscriptions that you forget about? I did. Mm-hmm. Do you have a hard time canceling those subscriptions because they seem tricky or time consuming? Raise your hand. I know it's you. Okay. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Yes. I can see all my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, I cancel it with a tap. I've never had to get on the phone with customer service in order to do so. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Okay. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition. That's rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition, rocketmoney.com slash brown ambition. And we're back and black and brown and BAQAing. We have Berna Anat in the stew, the new author of Money Out Loud, an awesome book to help you, rich auntie, 
and your little nieces and nephew poos um, <laughs> as they navigate their financial journey, but from a place of fun and lightheartedness, but also financial education. Um, mm-hmm. So Berna's in the stew. And um, y'all know that I, I mentor, especially women of color in... Um, and just business. I've been in business for over 15 years. You know, we've been able to scrape together over $40 million in revenue, mm-hmm. so much of which we poured right back into the people that we serve. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm proud that I get to have a business that, you know, makes income, but most importantly, makes impact. Um, yes. And so I get a lot of young women, and young as in like young in business, asking me questions. And so I have some like people who I get to chat with, like Berna, but I just get so many requests. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't take them all on. Of and course. so I started uh, this Patreon, um, which is this platform where I can mentor. Literally, there's like, I think I have like 1,300 mentor, mentees there now. Um, and if you'd like to join us, it's 10 bucks a month, mymentortiffany.com. But the, the thing is, BAQA comes out on Friday. Tomorrow, I believe tomorrow morning, the price doubles from 10 bucks a month to 20. But if you lock yourself in at 10 bucks a month, you will always pay 10 bucks. So the 20 is going to be for the new people. So if you're interested, you want to dip your baby toe in, now is the perfect time because mm-hmm. mymentortiffany.com will be doubling tomorrow. So, Ooh. all right, Bert, your question is what? Okay, so to to lay out some context, Tiffany has taken the last like year to give me the keys to the kingdom. She's like, oh, you're you're writing a book. You want it to be impactful. Here's literally everything that I did. And if you know Tiffany, if you're one of her mentees, whether you're like an in-person mentee or you're on her Patreon, you know that like, Tiffany's all about giving the keys to the kingdom. There is like no gatekeeping ever. And so I first want to just say that like my my book launch is the way that it is and was the way that it was like largely because of Tiffany's guidance as to like, here's what to do strategically, but also here's how to enjoy it in a way that is fulfilling with your community. And so it's been legit, like no joke, the best two months of my entire life up until now. Like it's just been so incredible. And my question, basically the umbrella over it is like, now what? (laughs) Now what? Oh my gosh. And we talked a little bit about like the now what emotionally on our, the main uh, brand ambition episode, but I'm thinking of in terms of leverage, you know, like now I'm proud of the book. I'm proud of the impact it's made, the reviews and feedback that's coming in. I'm like, it's exactly how I wanted to hit. And this summer, I'm taking, you know, some time off to sort of recalibrate and reset myself and my nervous system and stuff. Um, In the fall, I'm doing a school tour, like university tour. I'm touring again so that I could try to get this book in front of as many young BIPOC as possible. And of course, like have the universities buy things and have donors buy things. I want to, I would like to know from your perspective, perspective, besides sort of touring and selling the book itself. I'm like, what do, what do I do next? You know, like, how do I leverage the fact that I've, I feel so successful with this book? How do I leverage it into what I want to do next? And what I want to do next, I, I want to do more on camera stuff. I want to do more video stuff. Um, and I also want to have more of what we've been talking about, which is just more just sort of like, it's not so much passive income, but things that don't also don't require me to be on camera and in front all the time. Like, how do I leverage now the success of this book into the business goals that I want, but also like aligned with the softer life of not not sprinting anymore, not doing as much? No, I love this question. And honestly, it's a question that 
it shows maturity in business, you know, because mm. typically I can tell where you are, but the kind of questions you ask. So mm. typically, you know, very, very, very um, newbies in business, which there's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's really like, ah, how do I not make enough money to survive? Right. You know, like, how do I just make money in general? You know, yeah. so I know like, OK, this is a new person in business. I got to get you to your first 500 to a thousand bucks a month. Yes. You know, and then mm-hmm. it's like, OK, how do I enough, make enough money to actually like to like be okay. And mm-hmm. I'm like, so the fact that you're asking this question shows like, Ooh, you're like, you know, you're a little teen in business. You know? okay. okay, growth. Yeah, I'm living. <laughs> Which I yeah. love. And mm-hmm. so what I would say first and foremost is that I want you to ask yourself, like, I mean, you've got, you give me a little bit of clarity, but I want more clarity on how in general do you want life to look. So like the next, I would say like five years. So are you okay with being on screen and being face forward for the next five years? Or you're like, mm, girl, I got about another year in me and I kind of want to be behind the scenes. Cause that's critically important with like yeah. how you want to pivot. So what, what would you say to that? Like in the next five years, how much do you want to still be like on camera? Great question. I think honestly, I have the kind of personality where I think I'll probably want to be on camera until God takes me out. Like really, truly, <laughs> I love being on camera. But I want that to be like a joyful choice I get to make as opposed to here I am again, uh, like five years from now, if I have to be on camera every single week, then I'm, I'm going to be, that's too much for me. I call I want it dancing it to be for like, a dollar. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to be dancing for a dollar in five years. Like I, okay. I still feel like I'm doing my dancing for a dollar for sure. Yes. Uh, but in five years, I'd like it to be like selective speaking gigs or one or two weeks of filming something that then gets distributed you know, throughout a season or streamed. Um, I'd like to be selective about the camera stuff and and be more, in five years, definitely be more behind the scenes. Uh, and by behind the scenes, I mean like napping and traveling. <laughs> okay, no, I love <laughs> this summer because camp. this is kind of the transition that I've been making with the, the Budgetista because I was like, I don't want to dance for a dollar anymore. So mm-hmm. what I would say is this, and this is what I've done over at Budgetista with the team, is you are in, which is really smart, you are in pre-pivot mode. So yeah. most people wait until they're forced to pivot and then they turn. And then, but you're doing it like ML earlier from a place of panic, Mm -hmm. a place of rush, from a place of uncertainty. So really, 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 really smart business owners learn to see the thing before the thing before the thing. So they begin pivoting and turning the boat way before the, the iceberg is visible. Yes. So by the time it gets here, you're like, oof. I'm so glad I pre-pivoted because, yeah. you know, we're basically almost already turned. So, eh, hey, you saw you got me, you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, take another Titanic out, not me. Exactly. <laughs> Pick somebody Miss else. me literally. Right? Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing at Budgetista now is I had told my team this years ago, I, I knew, I was like, same like you, you know, I got a big personality, love to be face forward, but I knew it wasn't going to last forever. So mm-hmm. I said, we have to start to identify ways that we can make money that don't require my face. Yes, That's what I exactly. You know, and so you you have to start to lay out for yourself. So one of the reasons why, like I am, I like Patreon when I do like my um my uh, my mentee, like right. Mm-hmm. So that I mean that was kind of like just like a test, but it turns out it makes really good money. You know, you figure I've got like thirteen hundred people. 10 bucks a month, you know, it was kind of accidental. It was like, oh, let me pour back into these women that keep asking me um, questions. But Mm -hmm. now it's a good chunk, like, you know, of like some money that we make. I'm like, oh, and I go live once a month. But then the mentees also help each other. I enjoy having dinner with them and doing Mm -hmm. other in-person things. And so 
I say that to say that like that was one of my okay pivoting moments where I get to do the thing I like, which is I'm like I grew up with four sisters, so I'm like a girl's girl, you mm-hmm. know. But so I get to do it, but I'm like, oh wow, this actually makes some really great money coming in. So mm-hmm. that's part of my pre pivot. You know, I I always had kind of like a blog, but I had not really leaned into it. Right. You know, but what I love about a blog is that like old school brands still very much want to be featured on your blog. So they'll they pay for that. Do. You know, like there are products that I really enjoy and that yes. I used to. I remember there was this um, one bank account that I love so much. And I sent like 3000 people opened up bank accounts with them. And I didn't know they had an affiliate program for 25 <gasps> bucks per person. Do the oh, math. I was like, Wait, what? I know. And this no. was very early on in my career. I wept because I had no mm. money. It was like $50,000. Oh. oh, my God. I'm like, wait, what? Easy. No work for you, too. I mean, so then, so now I started to lean into like affiliate things. Like, so I have a list of maybe like four or five things that I already love, I use, and I like, and I trust. And mm. then I reached out to the companies that they didn't have it already, kind of like on their site. Like, do you have a program? Because I use, like, and trust you guys. And mm-hmm. I would love to share you with my audience. But girl, a kickback would be cute, you know? Yes. And so yeah. you're always honest, obviously, when you share like these things, like, hey, you know, this is a tool or a resource that I use, but know that I also get paid every time someone signs up. So that's mm-hmm. just the law. But also, too, it's just good practice. So affiliates mm. are one of the ways. Um, mm. Something else, too, that we started to, um, I still do some spokesperson work, speaking work, but that was like 70% of our income last year. And yeah. so this year, thus far, it's only been 25%, which is great. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm and trying to, that's my five-year goal. Yes. I want to I cycle that. So it's not been easy because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, like we've, we, I, I might not make as much money this year as I did last year because of right. that pivot. You know, so I'm always keeping an eye on that, that prize. So one of the things that we did is before we made that pivot, knowing that we might drop in income, Mm -hmm. we have six months of of money saved of operating expenses. So that's payroll and all of our bills. So in case something gets tight, like this month, we didn't make enough to cover our bills, but we have six months, Mm -hmm. you know, because next month I have some, um, things coming in, that's going to be enough to cover bills for five months. So we'll be right. able to put the money back in our, you know, our, our, our emergency savings and then be good mm-hmm. for the next like five months. But right. so do you see that even in the pivot, it might look like a drop down. So do yes. you have the money set aside for that? So prepare for that, you know, as yes, well. Totally. I'm trying to think of some other things we're doing at Budgetista. So it's affiliate, it's the blog, it's uh, okay. Patreon, and then we're mm-hmm. coming up with like some courses you okay. know, because yes. like courses that people can purchase and buy. So we're looking mm-hmm. at that. But even other things, I'm looking to think like, you know, are there some sort of partnerships where the overhead is not so high? Like, yeah. for example, maybe I could put out a white paper. This is something I was I was considering. Like, I mm-hmm. have two million specifically black women that where, you know, it's like, why do black women navigate they do with their finances? And mm-hmm. I have the ability to like have people like 10,000 people in two days, do a do a survey, a survey yes. and then put out Get a white data. paper to say, here's why black women navigate. Y'all don't know, child, look at that commercial. It's whack. Here's yeah. why black women do the way, because I know this is what they've shared with me, why they do what they do. So that's right. potentially something too, where people, you know, brands might say, you have to figure out a way to do so ethically. Obviously, you're not sharing people specific information, but in yeah. general, mm-hmm. like basically I can be a trend spotter. Mm-hmm. You know, because I have my ear to the streets and say, hey, honestly, like bank, they don't mess with you because we don't like the way you talk to us. Yes. And so like, here's the language they're wanting. Here's the interest rate that they're wanting. Is that something that you can provide? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so that's something that, that's been swirling around in my head. And so I just say, 
for you, you want to get really clear about first things first, how do you want life to look? Mm-hmm. Because if you start externally, you end externally. You want to yes. start internally to say, I want my life to look like this. I want to be, to do no more than two lives a month. I don't know. I'm just mm-hmm. making it up. You know, mm-hmm. I want to not have like, I only have a team meeting every two weeks. This is me. And when yeah. I do, sometimes it's a walking team meeting where I'm walking in the park. That was something <laughs> that I really wanted to be able to go outside every single day as long as weather permitting. Yeah. You know, I wanted a team that did not need to be babysat. So I had to be mm-hmm. very intentional of hiring and letting go. I had to let go of more than half my team of people mm-hmm. who did not need to be babysat, that they're mm-hmm. fully autonomous. They had the agency. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so you see, like, if you're wanting a thing in business or otherwise, it's really the foundational component that's going to allow you to have it and maintain it. Yes. And so do you have the savings? Do you have the team? Are you mm-hmm. clear about how you even want it to look? And then you put it into practice. So I get to live the very thing that was in my head, which is like so, like all this time available to me. Yes. A team that doesn't need me to babysit them. Yes. You know, like we, people work joyfully. Mm-hmm. I make good money, although maybe less than last year because we're making that pivot. But the pivot yes. does not require me to be on a plane every week. Mm-hmm. And so I'm living the thing that I intended, then built a foundation for, and then work through. And so yes. first it starts with your intention, Berna, like I want this to be the thing. What foundation do I need? And then you have to take it to the streets and practice it and yes. then adjust as you go, knowing that like it might look like I make a little less temporarily, but that's mm-hmm. part of the pivot. And the sooner you can get to pivoting, because eventually what happens is you will burn out and yes. then you're going to force yourself to pivot and it's not going to be clean and easy. So if you can pre-pivot now from mm-hmm. your own, you know, from your you know, from a place of like no panic, of, of like calmness, then by the time, the, you know, maybe that you're a little bit over it, you're like, oh, thank goodness I put that stuff in place because exactly. only 25% of my income or 5%, whatever, comes from me being face forward. Thank mm-hmm. goodness I put that stuff in place five years ago. Yes. You know, so. Exactly. That's, this is exactly what I needed to hear and like kind of the blueprint that I needed because I I understand now that I feel like a strike while the iron's hot kind of a little bit of a panic at the moment because my book just came out right and there's like lots of like there's more media than usual about like what I'm doing and, and there's more eyes than usual on like what my my work is so I feel a little bit of panic of of that pivot how do I how do I pivot these eyeballs and this attention now and also in the fall when I'm there, there's we're going to do another media cycle again and touring again what am I going to point people towards that will unlock like the tools of this pivot, which is, you know, do I point people towards a membership, a Patreon? Do I po- point people towards courses that I made? Because, and I, I need to sketch this out, like you said, what is my five-year vision of like, what do I want my life to feel like in five years? I want that, like, I have a team that I trust that I, I'm, I don't, I honestly, I've seen this through practice. I don't think I'm an amazing people manager. I want a team that I can trust with a person who manages the team too, <laughs> a person that I can trust to manage the team, um, that I want to be able to like be selective about being on camera a few times a quarter or producing fun things like a few times per quarter and not every single day I'm getting on Instagram and being like, you know, pills or whatever. I want... And like I was saying before, I want enough space to check out for the summer so I could be that summer camp auntie and whatever passive tools are in place are like working for me through the summer so that when I get back in the fall, I'm not like, oh my God, we got to run around and make money again. 
this is so great. Like I, now I want to, I know exactly what I want to chew on this summer of basically- Just think to yourself, like what is the return on investment? So the questions I ask yeah. my team every time we meet is the same. I say, you know, like first I ask them, how was your weekend? Like this is, mm -hmm. I just had this meeting this morning. So it's super fresh. It's mm. my CFO, my content manager and director, um, my um, like logistics manager and like yeah. um, project manager. So we get on a call and I always nice. ask them how, because, and you say you're not a good people manager and I certainly was not at first, but mm -hmm. you grow to that. Like you want, that's a skill set that's really important to develop, you know? Yeah. Because you have intrinsic kindness. Like that's the first start. So I'm much better now. And so anyway, so I always ask them, you know, how was your weekend? How was yesterday? Whatever, you know, just to connect and, and share how mine was. Um, yeah. Then I ask basic questions. What are you working on? Mm -hmm. So I because I want everyone to hear, what are you working on? What yeah. is working? You know, what challenges might you be having? And most recently I started asking, is it worth it to continue? Is the juice worth the squeeze? Oh, wow. Because I found out that we'd be working on something and the person working on it would be like, this is not even worth it. But they're like, Tiffany said, we doing it, so we doing it. And I'm like, no, mm -hmm. girl, I don't, I'm not emotionally tied to that thing. If it's not right. worth it, we can, I tell them all the time, I don't care if we're at 99% completion and you're like, girl, this, this lift, there's no real return on impact or income. Then we can stop mm. today. We are the queens of the castle. Mm -hmm. So I'm always empowering them. Like yeah. you literally get to decide. I'm here to just say, okay. Mm -hmm. And so what are you working on? What's working? What's like, what's not working? And is the juice worth the squeeze? Those are mm. the four questions that, you know, I ask them. And in that. doing so, what it allows us to do, especially when you're in a pre-pivot, that is the juice worth the squeeze. So important, that return on investment. You yeah. know, like I'll give you an example. I was hosting these things called Wealth Walks, which were great. And I, I said something offhanded um, and I said, oh, you know, these Wealth Walks, I love doing them because it's such a light lift, you know, because I just got to show up at the park. We walk and then yeah. we sit on a blanket. And we talk. The first one yeah. we did was like 50 women showed up. It was awesome. Oh, wow. And I was saying it to like one of my team members. I just was talking to her on the phone, just checking on her, how the kids, da, da, da. And I said, oh, yeah, the wealth walk was so fun. I can't wait to the next one. She was laughing. I said, why? She was like, oh, it's always funny when you say something's a light lift. I was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> She's like, oh, girl, it's not a light lift right here. Like, the team has to do. Da -da 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 -da. I was oh. like, wait, what? She was like, oh, yeah. She was like, wait, you didn't realize? I'm like, she said, it's not a light lift. My heart dropped. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, my already stressed team. I'm stressing them out, like, because I want to walk in the park with the girls. <laughs> You're like, let's do this three times a week. <laughs> it's so easy. And then on top of that, the wealth walk, I mean, it's free. There's no return. There's no, I mean, sure, is there impact for the 50 women that are there? Yes, but there's also sure. no income. Right. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And so I went back to the team. I was like, is this, that's when I added, is the juice worth the squeeze? Right. And they were like, hey, it's not. I was like, then we stop now. Yes. We have one schedule and we're like, we have this one more schedule, which we're going to do. But we stop now. But do you see how important it is to like, you have to check in and yes. depending, like we, if we were making hella money and like that is like, like we're super good, like the budget needs is in transition. So if mm. like it was all this money that was just flowing in automatically, then we have time for a little wealth walk because we're not busy. Let's just do sure. it. It's cute. No, right now we are in pre-pivot mode. And mm -hmm. so everything we do has to make impact and income. We cannot yes. wait on both. We have to do both. You know, yeah. we can't wait like, oh, the impact is not for two years. No, we need to make impact now. Mm -hmm. Oh, the income, income, you know, we'll see in six months. No, we need to make income now. 
And so just keep that in mind as you're, you know, making this pre-pivot, like, does this thing make sense? Is it making the impact I want for my audience? And is it making the income that I'm needing, you know, in order to, to, to have my goals be met? And then once, you know, you might think to yourself, oh, when I'm in the summer, like I challenge you to think that like, do I have to make money during the summer or do I make enough money before the summer to see me through? Mm-hmm. You see what mm-hmm. I mean? Like yes. if I'm like, oh, okay. Because when I was a school teacher, that's what happened. Like we worked 10 months, but I didn't get paid in the summertime. They used to literally right. pull money out of our paychecks and then we could get money so that money, so it's like, you know, it would be like, I don't know, you know, you take an extra whatever, 20%. And in the summer, I got that money from, from oh, the school district to see, see me through the summertime. You see what I mean? Gotcha. So you can yeah, do that yeah, for yeah. yourself as well. Because sometimes we'll get tied up and like, this is what it has to look like. It's like, no, what are you actually really saying? You're really yes. saying, I just want to have enough money to see me through. And so, yes. and I'll end on this, that this is something I was talking to. I have the CEO of my online school, the Literature Academy, but I also mentor Tamara too, because I was a CEO there for like the last six years. And so we were talking this morning and we're pivoting there as well. And like I had an aha moment of something new that we're going to be doing that's going to really transform our business. And I told her, I said, I, and I tell you listening too, and, and you Berna, that what you will find is that the better the question you ask, the better the answer. Mm, so mm-hmm. what that means is that in the beginning, you know, like when you're first trying to like suss out, like what change should I make? What should I be doing next? What, that question, what should I be doing next? Is like, it's a good base question, but the answer is going to be only as vague as the question is. So right. it's going to be like, huh? so as you ask more questions, your questions are going to be clear and clear. Yes. And by nature of there being a question, the answer is born simultaneously. There are twins. Yes. You know, yeah. and so yeah. if you can say it, so you want to get to the point where you're not asking, like, it's a good place to say, what should I be doing next? But you want to get to the point where you're literally asking, what's what's, what's one plus one? Mm-hmm. Because exactly. then the answer is two. Very definitive answer that's out there for you. And yes. so for you, like, you know, start working your mind into more like, um, you know, in general, how do I want life to go? How do I specifically want business to go in this way? How could I make this amount of money? You see, then all of a sudden yes. the question then becomes... How do I make reoccurring income in a way that, 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 that I can make enough money? Then all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's an answer to that. Because yes. that question is very so specific. specific. Mm-hmm. And so the better the question, mm-hmm. the better the answer. And there's nothing wrong with having the vague question. That's how you start. Yes. But I told Tam today, I said, you see the answer that we just received? Because we've been asking the question for a year and getting better and better and and chipping away at the unnecessary parts of the question. And so now we have a such a clear question that we finally got a really clear answer about what we're supposed to do next. Right. And so like, that's just like, yeah, the better the question, the better the answer. Just know that if you can get clear about the question, its answer was born simultaneously. Now all you got to do is go find it. Well, that's what's funny is, is even as I'm sitting here, I'm like, I'm outlining more specific parts of the question for myself. Like the umbrella question is, what do I do next? And in my mind, I'm like, well, like, okay, well, what's the amount of income that I can make so that I can take off summers to be at summer camp? So how many months am I working? How many months am I not working? What does that income look like? What then would lead to that income? How much of that do I want to be passive? How much of that do I want to be on camera? Like, this is what's going on in my brain as you're talking. And again, like asking the umbrella question and talking it through with you, I'm like, oh, what came out of this was more questions, but it's almost like a worksheet now, as opposed to like a theory. Now it's like, won't you fill in this blank? We'll fill in this blank. We'll fill in this blank. And then it's a plan. And that's like more of what I'm, I'm working towards. I know that now, now, like 
this summer is the like bit, hit the big reset button for me. So it's big question time. But I can already see of just like, well, I'm thinking even by the end of this summer, end of this like next quarter, I'm going to have more of a like almost like mad libs of just like in order to for my life to look like X, I need to earn Y. Here's the lever I'm going to pull for this and this to earn Y. Da, 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 da. Like I'm like. Yes, it's exciting. I know, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Like, because it's empowering. You're like, I'm not, I'm not a victim in this. Yes. I'm not like this bystander. Like, I am actively making the thing happen. Yes. Yes. You know, and And if you go step by step, yeah, like I'm like, oh, business. This is the question, and like, oh, I can. And finding too, as I'm answering, asking those questions, I'm like, I could find the answer to that question easily. And then once I have that question, if I just do the math, I could find the answer to the next question. Okay, and it like starts to branch out. Yes. So I'm just like, it's I'm like having have like a Jimmy Neutron that's so yes, and exactly. like my brain's going like, oh, okay, we can do this, we can do this. We just need to like take the time. That's this my favorite so part of business, honestly, because the thing yeah. is that people don't understand that when business is good, it's hard. When yes. business is bad, it's harder. Yes. You know, wow, and yeah, so absolutely. business is not easy, but it doesn't mean it's not joyful. It doesn't mean that it has to be overwhelming or overworking or whatever. No, that's not what I'm saying is that like, we're not being hard, I mean challenging, but in a good way. Mm-hmm, you know, it grows mm-hmm. you. All of a sudden you're like, you know, you're gonna become a better leader. It's only just the last couple of years after 15 years that I've become like a leader that I think like, okay, Tiffany, I would give myself a solid B yes. in leadership <laughs> after 15 years, you know? Sure. And so yes. like business really grows you up. Mm-hmm. It allows you to have unlimited potential income for yourself. Yes. You know, it allows you to participate more easily in lifestyle design. Mm-hmm. You know, potentially it can allow you to look after your family if you so desire. You yes. know, it can allow you to pour right back into your community. You mm-hmm. can really shape your world when you're a business owner. Um, yes. It's certainly not easy, but no. the benefits are that. And it's not for everyone, believe me. Yes. You know, the benefits are that because there's also a lot of risk involved. And so yes. I just like, I'm just like to watch you grow and blossom and learn. And you always know I'm always here for you, just a phone call or a text or whatever away. But Ugh. no, I love that. So as you get, like, as your questions get more and more concrete, you know, mm-hmm. I'm one of the resources you can reach out to to say, okay, so I thought about what you said, but what about mm-hmm. this, this, and this? And what I love with a good mentor that a good mentor is not just, they don't have all the answers. Instead, a mentor is also like a, like, um, a sponsor, you know, and mm-hmm. a connector. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know what? I don't know. Let me talk to my friend such and such. Or I'm actually going to connect you with my friend yes. such and such. And she's going to talk to you. Yes. You know? And 100%. so like, so if y'all are looking for a good mentor, I'm just saying. MyMentorTiffany.com. The price is doubling, but not for you old heads. Like, you know, you lock in for 10 <laughs> bucks. You don't got to worry about the 20 bucks a month. Because tomorrow is the last day. Then the price goes up. I don't want to hear. I live in Hawaii. And I didn't know <laughs> I it's Sunday now. This It's over. Um, yeah. You know, you can still pay 20 bucks, but why pay 20? We could pay 10. Um, the link for my mentor, Tiffany, will be in the show notes. Um, but also, and we and. have a book, Berna Anat. She's been here. Um, not only is she a businesswoman, she is a financial educator. And one that is one of my favorites because she is fun. She is aligned. She is authentic. And um, mm. she's just really smart. Money Out Loud is available wherever books are sold. But where can they find you and the book, Berna? Uh, I'm having a funny moment right now because I've straight up forgot that we're recording a, pod- we're recording a podcast. <laughs> like I'm just... 
I'm like, all these people are witnessing a like incredible mentorship conversation. Like this is what it's like to be a mentee with Tiffany. If again, can I just double click? If you're wondering what you would get inside of my mentor, Tiffany, I can't guarantee that you're going to have one-on-one long, beautiful recorded conversations with Tiffany, but like, I forgot that we're recording. This is how magical the mentorship is for me. And to just get a piece of that, it is so worth it at 10, at 20. Like, please don't be, don't be ridiculous. Do it. I'm, I'm living sitting proof that her mentorship is magical. Um, But I can be found at Heyburna everywhere on Instagram, uh, most principally. I'm like the most annoying on Instagram. Uh, and then you could find the book. You could find the book at heyburna.com, anywhere that you buy the book. I always go uh, tell people buy local, hit up hit up bookshop.org because that's where you can support indie bookstores. Um, it took me a minute to get back into like talking to other people on the mic mode because I'm like, oh, it's not a phone call? Okay, sorry. H- hi, everyone. <laughs> hi, hi and bye. <laughs> I forgot y'all are there. <laughs> Oh, Bernie, you're the awesomest. Thank you so much for coming on again. Thank um, you. I'm sure we'll have you on again. Um, but yes, if you guys have a question for BAQA, again, brownambitionpodcast.com. Click the contact button, brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. You can email us. We're brownambitionpodcast on Instagram. You can send us a D of the M's mm-hmm. and the BA podcast on Twitter. You can tweet us a question and we will answer them about career, business, money and just anything else you want to talk about but keep it cute right? i'll fight i'll right. fight people at this i'm like <laughs> tiffany's very much a like she could think the word jump and i'm already i've hit the ceiling so if if anyone is gonna come sideways at, at my tiffany i have nothing to lose no, i don't have a boss so dope honestly our people are so cool so. yes all right y'all Thank until you. next week bye yes bye-bye Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition podcast is produced by Imani Crosby and Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru. I am your co-host, Mandy Woodruff Santos, and we will see y'all next week, BA fam. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.